Bags down, spikes on. Welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitsman, going to be your host for this episode of Track World News presented by the Harrier. And today we have a very special guest. Uh, we have LSU long and high jumper, also the world lead in the, the long and high jump, the four-time NCAA champion, six-time SEC champion, uh, Javon Harrison. Javon, thanks for uh, joining us today. No problem. No, no issues. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, before we get started on how you've been doing on the track, uh, I'm sure a lot of people want to know what type of stuff are you doing when you're not on the long jump runway or in the high jump circle? What kind of things, obviously, besides school and things, are, is kind of keeping your time and, and stuff that you've been, been, you know, been getting into? It's uh, a lot of sleep and playing the game, man. I like to sleep and play the game with the, with the teammates, you know, play a little COD. And, you know, that's, that's how I spend most of my days off the track. Awesome. Yeah, same uh, same here. It's just a lot of, okay, going to practice. By the time you get back, you're probably too whooped to do a whole lot of anything. So, yeah, uh, I, I see you there, man. Makes uh, makes sense. But um, so wanted to to get into what you've been or your start here with, with track and field and, and running, uh, what, what got you into wanting to do the long and, and high jump and uh, originally? Uh, originally uh, I was, it was my high school year. Uh, my freshman, my coach decided that he wanted to put me in the high and long jump along with the other two events that I did, which was 110 and 300 hurdles. So in high school, yeah, he threw, I was in those four events and I just kind of excelled at the high jump and the long jump more than I did, I guess you would say the other ones. So I guess when I got to college, I got a scholarship for high jump and long jump and then that, it just took off from there. No, oh, awesome. Awesome, man. And then I know that you're, well, I believe your, your mom was also a, a, a track athlete herself, but at, at Alabama A&M, I think was in the, uh, the hall of fame there. Um, how did what, what kind of events did did she focus in and how did that did that play any part in in you eventually, you know, picking up track and field? Uh, my whole family pretty much did track and my mom was like, like you said, she was in the Hall of Fame for Alabama A&M. If I'm not mistaken, she's that she was inducted for the 400 hurdle. She was a 400 hurdler. So that was that was her primary event. And, you know, she she helped me. She was really my coach for hurdles and stuff during high school. So, so love we love that. I got you. And I'm, I'm sure uh, it was probably nice for you that you, the events that you really excelled in didn't have to do as much running uh, as probably the, the hurdles. So was, which, was it kind of hard when you ended up having to drop, you know, doing the, the hurdles or was it like, thank God, I, I don't have to, you know, be running as, as much as I, I was before. Um, I was, I was kind of happy to drop the short hurdles. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't good at it, and you know, I just, I just felt like it, it just, it was just that time. I was actually, in my opinion, I was pretty decent at the 300 hurdles, but I just excelled at the other two. So I mean, I wasn't really hurt to drop it, but at the same time, I was just like, eh, you know, what could have been? I got you. I got you, man. Like, so going into your your junior years, I guess, and and, and senior year in high school. Um, could you kind of take us through that, that process of deciding to go to, to LSU? Uh, I know that I guess what you're from Alabama, so I know you, you've definitely heard of LSU before. <laughs> it probably wasn't the first time, but, um, yeah, what went into the process of, of, of you know, eventually choosing, you know, to go there? 
it was really just the coaching staff and the coach itself. They really uh, made it seem like it was a family over here at LSU and I'd be welcomed. You know, the coach showed a lot of interest in me. And then when I came on my visit, it was nothing but good positive vibes over here. So ultimately that was what helped. And I mean, the coach, along with when he spoke to my mom, like he, he gave my mom a lot of reassurance. And that was also a big thing. You know, my mom feeling comfortable where I was going, feeling like I was going to be taken care of. So that's really what played into me picking LSU. How was that uh, that transition for you going from from high school to, to college? Because I know for, for me, it was like going from where I'm sure, especially at those smaller meets, you know, you're, you're dominating everything. You're not you're not seeing a ton of competition to then now you're competing with LSU. You're with the big boys. There's a lot of good competition there. How was that transition for you, you know, going into your your freshman year? I'll never forget my first meet at LSU, right? My first first time ever competing in LSU uniform. We went to it was Texas Tech for uh, an indoor meet, and I was high jumping. And this will always reign true in my in my ears, and will always be uh, a lesson learned that I was in college now. So I, I I opened up my first meet in high jump, and I jumped. I think it was seven three and a quarter which was a PR for me because coming out of high school, my PR was 7-2. So I PR'd and I thought I was doing great. I was like, first meet, PR, everything's looking good. And a guy by the name of Trey Culver was at that meet and he PR'd at 7-7 seven, seven and three quarters. And, you know, it was just a big wake-up call to just be like, you know what, this isn't high school anymore, you know, welcome to college. Yeah, that's got to be wild where, yeah, in high school, if, you, if you're PRing at over seven feet, you, you probably won the meet in a, <laughs> by a pretty good amount and to see, oh yeah, there's, there's some good, there's some big dogs in here. That's that, that can be eye-opening. Um, I know that, you know, before we had set up some things, you mentioned that, you know, some learning, I guess, experience for you was that, that freshman year uh, or some, you know, just, it was kind of tough in general. Could you kind of go over like, you know, what, what kind of stuff you learned about yourself as a jumper, um, especially maybe at that, that national championship uh, there? Uh, I learned as a freshman, I learned a lot. Uh, my freshman year wasn't my best year at all. Like my freshman year, I did horrible in my opinion. Uh, I didn't place well at SECs. I didn't do good at nationals either. Uh, it was just, it was just a very eye-opening. You know, I knew I hated to lose, but I really hated to lose. Like freshman year really showed me how much I don't like losing. And, you know, I just, I just, Figured I just, just got to hit it harder the next year, work out harder, train harder, focus in more and just, you know, block out everything else and just do what I got to do. And next year, the next year was probably one of the best years I've had at LSU. Yeah, talk, talking about that focusing in, could you take us into, I guess, your mind of when you're focused in, uh, you know, during uh, whether you're on the high jump circle, long jump runway, what is it like for you when you're just laser focused, ready to jump, like right before some of those major jumps that you you've had in your competition? Like what, what's that you know experience like for you? Uh, I just really try to calm my nerves. Like I, I cause like at, after I'm always nervous until the first jump. So once the first jump is done, I'm hype and I'm ready to just keep jumping. So I really try to calm my nerves. Cause when you, when you're, when you're nervous and you're anxious and you're excited to do something, you'll push out or you'll do, you'll do a little too much and it can cause, it could cause you to mess up. So I really, if you notice on most of my jumps, you'll see me take a deep breath and just try to relax before I start going. That's just to keep myself centered and to make sure that I don't mess up what I know I can do. 
yeah, it's uh, being able to compete at a high level just one time. That's 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 a good thing. Being able to do it consistently and you know not overstepping on your strides or, or whatever it might be. That's where it can become you know even even more difficult. And so for for you. Um, could you kind of take us back to uh, your, I guess, your past two jumps that I'm thinking of was the, what, the 845 that you had in, in long jump for, for those that don't know metric, that's what, 27, eight and three quarters. And then could you also take us to um, your jump just recently well, of, of 236, which is what, seven, eight and three quarters. Like what was, what, how, how were those, how those jumps go for you? Do you, do you, are you, are they really vivid in your mind still? Or was it something where it's like, yeah, I just lined up and, and it happened? Uh, so the first, the first time I actually jumped 8:45 was indoors. So yeah. it, it was a little bit different jumping the indoors versus outdoors. Because when I jumped the indoors, like it was at nationals, I was trying to win, and you know, I was going to get some very stiff competition. I was going for the double, you know, and it was a very big moment for me when I saw the when I saw it pop up on the the board or scoreboard, whatever you want to call it. When I saw the mark, I was like, okay, like. I'm I'm really I'm really doing the thing now. Like I I'm I'm showing everybody that I really am as good as I say I am. And then when I jumped it outdoors, it was just me reaffirming the fact and just letting everybody know that this is not a fluke. Like I I really can jump this, and I will continue to can to jump uh, uh very well and jump far. And as far as high jump goes, I knew I could jump high. I didn't know how high as of yet because I've been ironing out stuff with my uh with my approach. So it really felt good for me to get the approach down right and for everything to just fall into place like I knew it would. It was a big moment for me to get over seven, eight. How is the, um, how are the, uh, I guess the two approaches uh, for you? Because obviously long jump, you're, you're pretty much sprinting full speed. And then at, at high jump, it's, I guess, a little, little more controlled, uh, more technique. Is it, was it, is it like difficult or how, how is, are your techniques kind of changing going from, from one to the other? Are you using similar cues or is it just kind of like two completely different events uh, in your mind there? There are different cues and different things that I have to do for each event. And that's why the, the minute, the, I want to say like 30 minutes we get, excuse me, before, uh, before we compete, like when they let us like jump and like do run throughs and stuff is very important because it lets me transition my mind to knowing what it is I need to do for each one. For instance, for long jump, you push out longer and you, you kind of, like you said, you sprint down the runway. So you, you're, you, you have to pace and you have to know how hard you want to push out and you have to know when to get upright. Whereas high jump, you're only pushing for like three, maybe four steps, depending on how far back you are. And you have to work on being upright and being bouncy and then running a proper curve. So it's just different things that go into each one. And the time they give us to warm up is very important. Yes, that's a, another thing. So for for you and your, I guess it's you and your coach, whenever you're at a meet and you're doing a double, when what goes into the your mind of when you're going to kind of stop jumping at one height to get ready for the next event? Because obviously a, a lot of people, when they watch high jump, it's like, oh, you go until you miss the bar. And you just keep, you keep going until you have three misses when for you, sometimes you, you stopped early or you've been long jumping and you get a nice mark and you stopped early there to get ready for the other event. When, how, what's those discussions like with your coach when you're deciding, okay, I think this is far enough. We're going to stop here. Well, I mean, it's not really a 
discussion. Uh, he's the he's the coach, so he just he just tells me, okay, you've won. We're stopping here. Net on to the next one. Like it's it's, it's not really a discussion. It's never really up for debate. I just have to do what my coach says. Oh, got you. It's it's a it's a one way it's a one way conversation. <laughs> you're 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 done. All right, it's time for the next one. Uh, for obviously we got a couple big meets that are that are coming up. You got nationals, prelims. What type of uh, things are you are you working on so that you can be the greatest, you know, jumper for for the NCAA, best jumper that you can be, you know, going into what is one of the the biggest next few, I guess the next like three or four weeks are some of the biggest jumping meets that we're going to have, you know, with NCAAs and then uh, the Olympic trials just after. Just staying consistent. That's, I think, the biggest thing for me is just to stay consistent, because if I stay consistent, everything else will fall into place. Mm -hmm. And going going back, if you could like go back and, and talk to your your high school self, um, you know, before you decided you're going to LSU, and, and and just tell tell your high school self, hey, this is some stuff that's going to be be coming down the line of you know for for your whatever it might be. What what would you go back and and, and tell yourself was you know it's coming up uh, you know for you? Just just to enjoy enjoy being on top while you were in high school, because when you get to college, it, it's, it's going to be a little minute before you're back on top. Yeah, that that's that, that's a good one. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to take a few take a few years. I mean, for you being such a competitive guy, I mean, you, you mentioned just just now you you like being on top. You've had a good stretch. I went back, I think for high jump, you haven't knock on wood haven't lost since March of 2019 so it's, you've been you've been doing pretty well in, in high jump as, as and similar with with long jump what was it like for you when you go from being on top in high school and, and winning a lot to then seeing okay there's a lot of other big big dogs here and you might be getting PRs but you know you're not you may not be seeing first next to your name every time I mean, it was it, like I said, it was very eye opening, but it only just lit a fire in me because, like I said, I want to be the best and I want to. I like competing at a high level and I love competition. Competition makes me compete better. So when I got to college and I saw how stiff the competition was and I saw that it wasn't going to be as easy as high school where I could just relax and then I come in at a bar where pretty much everybody else is pretty much already out of the competition, or I jump one time and I'm done. Like I love that. Like I love the fact that there are going to be people that I'm competing against that are going to push me to jump farther and jump higher. Yeah, and, and talking, it's obviously it's not just on on the other teams too. Uh, LSU obviously one of the best teams right now in the the country where you guys have a chance to you know going plus one hundred points this year, which you know hasn't been done. I mean, what what's it like at practice, not just in your event, but you know all around where every single person's a competitor, and you know you you got national champions or potential national champions just walking around the track all the time. Like I said, it's a big family over at LSU, and especially for the guys. Like for the most part, all the guys are cool with each other, and all the guys push each other to do better. Jumpers encourage sprinters. Sprinters encourage jumpers. Everybody encourages throws. Like it's, we know that we have to be one team and one unit if we want to win. So we all push each other to do better. And 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 moving moving forward, uh, yeah. Obviously, you, you mentioned that you want to make sure that your your consistency is 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 getting better. Uh, what are some goals that, that you have in mind for, for yourself, whether it be this year or within the next uh, few years, even when you're, you're done uh, here at LSU? And some goals I have for myself, there one, I want to be an Olympian, so, you know, to make the Olympic team. And I want to be a gold medalist at the Olympics. And I want to be the first person to ever win long and high jump at the Olympic Games. So 
you know, it's a big goal and, and you know, I might not get it this year, but I, and if I do get it this year, well then, hey, God willing, I, 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 it will be one of the greatest things ever. But, you know, those are definitely some of my goals in life, especially right now with the Olympics coming up. And I also want to win nationals again. I want to, I want to do the double again and win both high jump and long jump at nationals. Yeah, and what's, what's keeping you, you motivated, uh, you know, to, to, you know, complete these things, obviously it's a, you know, you can't just have it through, you know, in sparks. If you want to compete these goals, it's gotta be like an everyday, you know, motivation thing. You got to stay on top of your game, you know, all the time. What type of stuff is, it keeps you the most motivated to be the best that you can be? Just really try to surpass what I've done before. So after I jumped 845, it was like, okay, let's try and get 850, 860. Like after I jumped 78, now it's like, let's try to get 79, 710, maybe go for the world record. Like it's it's just me setting the bar higher. Like my goal was to get the Olympic standard. Now I have I, I jumped the Olympic standard and some. Now it's now it's time to go higher. Now now it's time to be the best high jumper uh in the NCAA ever. Now it's time to be the best long and high jumper ever to do track to do the double like it's just after you complete one goal you just got to make a new goal, goal for yourself so that way you can compete at a higher level you know, how how was the the feeling of hitting that olympic standard and you know doing i think what you're one of the two or three people in the u.s to to hit it what, what was it like just being like okay we we got that out the way we we've hit the standard it was a big accomplishment for me because i felt like i could have got it indoor but again, I had to go straight to long jump. So, you know, my coach stopped me after I jumped seven, six. And then I I attempted it at a home meet and I, I was close, but I just I just couldn't get it. And then to finally go to SECs and to clear it and then clear another bar after that, it was it was a big accomplishment. It felt surreal. When when you go back and, and watch that jump, uh, what what do you see? I'm sure you're thinking you're like, oh, everyone looks at it like that's that's a great jump. Good work. I'm sure you see the little there's little things that are that are, oh, man, I wish I had done this or, or that. What what are some things, you know, that, that you see in your jump where you're like, man, if I can get this just a little bit, you know, improve, we could we could soar a little bit. Is there, is there anything that you see that is like, all right, this is this is an area of, of focus for me moving forward? Um, not really right now because we haven't had, like, we have a film day where we go back and watch the films and we critique everything. So right now I've just been enjoying watching the videos, watching everybody talk about it, watching how it, like, just, you know, enjoying the moment. And then once we get to practice, I think, what is it, probably tomorrow, Wednesday is normally film day. We'll probably sit down with me, I mean, my coach will watch the, the film and we'll slow it down and we'll watch everything and we'll critique it and then we'll, we'll fix what needs to be fixed. Awesome, man. Well, Hey, Javon, thank you so much for, for taking the time to do this. It's, uh, it's been awesome getting insight on your, your excellent career here so far uh, at LSU. Um, if people wanted to you know, follow more about you or, or the team, where could they, they go to, to find that? Uh, you can follow us on, on our Instagram page uh, at LSU Track and Field, and you can follow me at uh, J, J Harrison, J-A-A-Y underscore Harrison. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much. And, and thank you to everyone who's been listening. This has been another episode of Track World News. Um, if you want some more content, you can go follow us on Instagram at Track World News. We post different clips and, and new stuff there, uh, as well as make sure to go leave a like, subscribe, uh, review, uh, really uh, help support. But thanks. Have a good one. And peace.